Yeah. All right. Got a little different setup. Ah, I can't hear myself. But uh, yeah, there we go. Did a couple tests. Hopefully it's working. But uh, what is going on today? Uh, yeah, gonna do a little, little collab out thing, little meet up with uh, another, another vet. I think we, Shannon and I, when we talked last time, uh, Shannon from the Basic Vet, uh, go check him out. Uh, we talked about, uh, we mentioned uh, this guy, Broken Jarhead. Uh, he's been doing some pretty cool graphic art, actually wearing some of his merch right here. Uh, but the, I mean, everything on there, it's good. I just stopped myself. At, I, just, I think I got a hoodie and a sticker. <laughs> Cause I was like, oh, I probably almost, I'll just, I mean, every, all the designs on there that he does are pretty cool. And they're all uh, relevant, good, good military humor. Uh, oh yeah, I got a different setup. Camera's there, sorry. So hopefully the picture comes out better. Uh, last time, the one with, uh, the last one we did, uh, one I so this learning experience. One I didn't uh, have the HD recording selected, um, and then also I was using an earpiece uh, for the audio, so my audio is not so clear. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Hope hope hope. Uh, this this setup will work. So <clears throat> not that anyone cares about the the logistics of it. <laughs> just me but right now like last time i'm just rambling uh to get started get warmed up make sure everything's recording yep i hit the record button uh everything's an angle i put up more of this fancy soundproofing <laughs> uh i talked about it last time it was just um i was getting i can't remember one of those subscription grocery things um i guess even now with covid uh, i pretty much i don't go to the store i pretty much order everything which is less me being afraid of catching COVID and more of me hating crowds and people, strangers in public places. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so convenient. Why not? Why not just have my uh, groceries delivered to me? But anyways, the point of me saying that was uh, out of the uh, uh, cold, uh, fuck, what is the word for that? When you keep not refrigeration bags, but uh, they they keep the they keep the stuff cold, whatever that's called. Those bags with the, the cold maintain the temperature maintain, <laughs> maintaining stuff. I just pulled that out, and that's what all this is. So <sighs> getting there slowly. Maybe I I just do this whole room in it because uh, I, I don't know if it has any effect or not. But it makes me feel busy, and when I'm you know when you feel busy, you feel productive. So that's how you. The, the, the trick to feeling like a winner is just always keep your feet moving <laughs> like a hamster on a wheel. That's what I feel like too. <clears throat> but uh, no, this should, this should be fun. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's been a pretty cool experience, uh, especially like doing my first uh, kind of like episode with somebody that I don't know personally or haven't met uh, with uh, Shannon last, last week, basic vet. Uh, Cause I, I mean, I talked about it in his, like, it's cool. It's cool. Just cool to, uh, I guess, see something or someone, some, some expression in whatever medium, like, uh, <clears throat> sorry, she had some water. <coughs> Excuse me. Blah, gross. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. What was I saying? Coughing lost my train of thought. 
uh, <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever medium that someone expressing themselves, like with Shannon, basic fat, like he's doing his podcast. Now he's, he's also uh, got his YouTube channel up too. Go check it out. The same thing, the.basic.vet. And uh, on there, he had a video of his, uh, from uh, I think back in like young, his young Marine days, uh, the, the great things that we think of and do. I gotta dig up some of mine. I feel like most of them are probably, uh, I gotta look up. <laughs> What are those called? Uh, statute, statute of limitation. <laughs> no, 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 there's no crimes. I, I don't think in any of the videos, but they're just the crime of being fucking young and stupid. <clears throat> yeah, Lance Corporal, or Koed Byung, Koed Byung, E3, me. That's what our, our teacher, Koed Byung, you have to come after a class to study. So it's had to do extra studying. So it's in hook and bond, so. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he has some of his old uh, military videos on there and his on the YouTube page, blah, blah, blah. Uh, woof. Sorry, I got up. I should have stretched. I didn't do my stretching. Um, but yeah, yeah. So all, all, the, all the things that he's doing. Um, and then also, I, so it was cool to, to meet up with him. I mean, even though it's online, but or through video, but it was still a cool experience. And that, that was the first time that him and I ever talked, like we messaged back a little bit on DMs when I first hit him up about using his song, uh, Dre in Tokyo, which uh, whenever I finish with this, it'll be either the lead in or the, uh, the intro or the outro. Um, and so I hit him up and then we talked for like two and a half hours. So it's cool then also meeting him Oh, he is in the waiting room. All right. So anyways, let me finish this thought. He, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that talking with him, then that kind of connected me with uh, the broken, broken jar head. And he, 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 well, actually I'd, I'd been following a uh, broken jar head before because his, his art, I was looking at, I was like, this shit is cool. And then I saw his merch was coming out. I was like, perfect. Obviously ordered some. Um, and then in talking to uh, Shannon, because uh, I'd seen he, him, him, he put up some of um, Broken Jarhead's art. So I was like, oh, shit, do you know him? Or, so he's like, yeah, we started chatting, blah, blah. You know, just fucking Jarheads. We all we all like to, you know, touch tips whenever we meet. That's the greeting. You just got to, you know, do a little docking. You know, docking. <laughs> but uh, anyways, let me, he's still waiting. Uh, let me, let, let me let him in here. Hold on, let me just, I think he sent me a message too. I'm in. So he said, oh, I'm in. <laughs> All right, let me uh, start this up. Oh, shit. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. All right. Nice. Good to meet you. Uh, I was just doing a semi intro. I just, before I do that, I just start. I like to ramble, get myself warmed up instead of going into a cold. But uh, first of all, I like that <laughs> your background. You said earlier tweaking it was worth yeah, the wait. Yeah, I figured it'd be a little bit better than the cat shelves behind me. <laughs> uh, it's all. It's all good. That's that's cool though. So I guess let's start with this. 
one, uh, introduce it. What, what do you want to go by? What do you want me to call you? Um, you can just call me Shane. Shane. Yeah. We'll leave last names out. Or you can just say Broken Jarhead, however you want to do it. Shane's okay. associated with it, though, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah cool so yeah i like the like the shirt or your hoodie oh yeah 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 i got I oh got yeah one. sweet yeah i didn't even <laughs> recognize it cool yeah, yeah this one i was talking about a little bit about it earlier uh all the stuff that you have uh i had to stop myself i got a, a hoodie and a and a, a sticker i think because i was like I, I could just i want to like limit myself i'm like all right i'm only gonna buy one thing every week so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, next time you buy something, I'll send you like uh, some extras and stuff. Oh, I'll give cool. You, like some um, like bulk stuff too, because that's something I'm trying to get make people understand. Like the the when you buy like if you just buy one sticker and you pay, I think it's like a dollar or two for for shipping. Every every other sticker after that is free to ship. <laughs> so I'm trying to put that kind of ad out there so people don't think that it's like you know, $2 shipping or whatever per sticker. That's just one-time fee. So yeah, I'll, I'll get all that posted so that uh, people can track that. Cool. So, yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up with some goodies. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that would be awesome. Yeah, because uh, I actually, excuse me. So I go to, uh, like I do all my medical through the VA and mm-hmm. I go to a weekly group of uh, like, a, you know, the vet group or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're all mm-hmm. talk, sit around and talking stuff. Um, and I always, Previously, I always hated group, you know, therapy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one's cool. It's because it's really just guys, all, you know, vets, OEF, OIF vets that get together. And like pretty much we just talk about regular life. Like, yeah. Most of the time we don't usually talk about the military except for, I don't know, when we're shitting on civilians or something <laughs> like that and be like, man, you know what I miss? Yeah. Uh, but and that's kind of the feel. So that it's kind of the feel all right i have a point i'm getting to sorry my add i go in circles uh i got it too but oh really yeah (laughs) i actually just got diagnosed not too long ago oh really well welcome welcome to the team uh we're everywhere but uh yeah so so my group yeah everyone we get together we commiserate on on everything mostly about how much you know kind of integrating back into civilian life kind of sucks but um yeah so i I, i've been sending uh in our little group chat some pictures of your uh artwork oh cool and i just fucking laugh out loud. I, yeah. I i lol irl and uh <laughs> uh i just have to shoot him i don't no one's responded i have one buddy um that i was in the marine corps with actually he uh he he's uh interested actually I, I should put you guys in touch because he's interested he he does uh kind of artwork stuff too and uh i don't know if you're open to talking to him about he i'm sure he has a lot of questions because he wants to do like i think he even wants to do like silk screening by himself um so actually yeah the the whole point of my little tangent there was to say that i like your shit and i've been passing around and if you do say anything i'm definitely i'm gonna be handing it out uh because i definitely i like to see uh i'd like to i mean I, I enjoy it. So when I enjoy something, I like to pass it around. So yeah, yeah. I appreciate uh, it. I'll make you like a, a code or something so that we can, you know, anybody that you, uh, it can be like a personalized code so you can hand out to people or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm going to do it either way, but that'll make it even better. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, hurt. and then if we get going or something and it gets bigger, we'll bump you some cash or something once I become profitable. 
<laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm not worried about that right now. But it, I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm not going to say no either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to see, just for me personally, I enjoy it. So I'd like to see you grow. So maybe uh, on that, in that, uh, you know, vein of thought. Um, and I did, I watched your, uh, your, your uh, podcast you did with um, Stone, Sergi. Stone, the Stone yeah, Vet. Stone yeah, yeah. Sarji. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, so one, I guess there's two parts, because one, I want to ask you, uh, you know, and at the risk of, you know, you repeating anything, but I'd like, you know, just just to talk it out, kind of how you started sure. uh, creatively and then also logistically on like getting stuff out. And then also, maybe this is quicker. Uh, how did you get in touch with uh, uh, Sarnji? How did that how, how did that whole thing come about? So what did I? I think. It is, everything has happened so quickly and all at once. I think he reached out to me. Damn, he's going to kill me. He reached out <laughs> well, to me. I don't say anything that's going to get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, th I think he reached out to me on social media. So so I met Shannon first with Basic Vet. Yep, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, that's right. So he reached out to me on social media, said, hey, I like your stuff and all that kind of thing. I was like, oh, cool, bro. Like, I appreciate it. Like, that's the whole point kind of thing. And then, I realized that he had uh, the the YouTube channel. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So, uh, you know, just talking it up. He got me on to uh, Smoking Bacon. I don't know if you're on there. That's an app that's no. uh, social media just for vets. So, I mean, what, for other people. But if you've ever been to Facebook jail, you just go over there and post all your crap there. Um, so there's titties and all sorts of stuff. It's like a, it's kind of like a combo. It's not like Parlor and all that where it's like some right hand republican thing or left hand it's just it's like a mix of facebook reddit kind of because they have communities mm. um in the twitter so you can like post your shit in different places they have like a not safe for work zone so you can go post titties and stuff like that so you got me hooked up on there and then once i was on there that's when we uh just did the collaboration to to do the interview and that kind of stuff um so he actually i think he bought something before uh we actually even uh like uh, contacted each other um but yeah he, he he basically just cold called me and i was like yeah i i hadn't even considered that i had considered i mean my, my degree is in marketing so i'm always considering you know different avenues of approach for marketing and then helping other vets out and that kind of thing but i had never even considered podcasts or anything like that because when I was in college, that's when I owned my first business. Uh, when I was in college, YouTube came out when I was a sophomore in college. So like this shit okay. wasn't a thing during, <laughs> you know, my first business. Uh, so yeah, he, 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 he turned me on to that. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of the video stuff. Cause I, I had to like fix up my camera and stuff. Cause I was looking away from the camera and all that, but uh, yeah, it's, it's fun uh, just to bounce ideas off of each other. So, and, and he's been a big advocate uh, for all of my stuff, same minded person, you know, just like uh, you and basic vet, it's kind of cool. Everything just boom happened, you know? So. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. That's crazy. How, yeah. How it happens. So that's cool. So he, he actually saw your, your stuff and then hit and came and hit you up. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess you, um, you get a lot of, does that happen a lot or is it kind of uh kind of new? Like you said, it's just like out of nowhere, it just kind of seems like everyone's like, Oh shit, check this dude out. Yeah. So at first it was on Instagram. So I didn't hone in on Facebook at first or Reddit. I just focused in on Instagram because that's all I ever saw people like using it for, for influencing and that kind of crap. 
Um, so I was going pretty hard on there. And so as the follows got up and that kind of thing, what I was getting was a bunch of people like, oh, DM me for, you know, a shout out. And at first I was just you know, an idiot. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm glad you like the art kind of thing. And they're like, oh, if you pay me a hundred dollars, I'll throw your crap up on my site. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that kept happening and I'm, I'm good. So anytime like you hashtag military, yeah, this one, it's like the same guy with like 50 handles or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, I can't remember what it's called. Fuck, yeah. Like, their stuff's full of just a bunch of like military stock photos. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, people, a bunch of people's selfies and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, there's, <laughs> so, so that's, I did that once because I thought it was like legit. And I was like, oh, this dude's got 100,000, 200,000 viewers or, or, or stuff. And then I, I realized that people can actually like buy uh, followers and bots and all that. And I was like, oh, okay that <laughs> that explains yeah. stuff. so yeah so that's what i was getting a lot and then when he reached out there was another one wayward goat on there uh he's a vet he actually is the one that um that got the uh artwork for the iron fist you haven't been fisted till you've been iron fisted <laughs> okay uh, okay so so he he reached out to me he does he like has a goat farm now so that's pretty cool um but yeah, so after that initial push where I just started ignoring all of these people or blocking them and stuff like that, then I started getting real vets. Like some of them would just, um, one of them was Jay Boot, I think was his, was his handle, just stopping by and say, hey, I like your art, keep it going. That was the thing, like, I didn't know, I didn't get into this to make money. I just wanted to do art. And someone was like, hey, you should try right. to sell it. I was like, okay, well, cool. Yeah, I, I'll try it. Um, so yeah, that that's what kept me really going is people just saying, Hey, I like the art. I appreciate it. It's funny. Uh, one guy was like, I haven't seen anything like this since terminal, uh, terminal Lance. So I was like, Oh, that's, Oh, that's a pretty big compliment. Yeah. That was a big compliment. So I'm not that's saying huge. Yeah. anything about my stuff, but I had never even considered that. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So that kept me motivated to keep going. And then, you know, that's when Shannon reached out and then, um, and then Sergeant G reached out. And so all of those just happened in the past probably two weeks. And then, and then you, you know, um, your cryptic uh, following. Uh, <laughs> so everything, yeah, it just it just all of a sudden happened. It's like I was just going and all, and, and then there was this plateau and then just boom. Um, as soon as all that started happening, I started, I mean, even before I was on their stuff, but since then too, I started seeing a lot more sales, my stuff getting shared a lot. Um, so yeah, even locally, uh, I have a gunny that's a friend of mine and, uh, he's like, yeah, it worked. They're talking about the broken jarhead. <laughs> that's cool. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, just happened. That's but, awesome. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. That's, I think that's another thing. Um, and th th this probably sounds weird. I don't, uh, know how to say it. So I'm just going to say this, like, I like your, as I, say, I like your personality, but no, it's like, uh, you, you got like a real genuine, um, not aura, I, I, my, my brain's still turning on, but you got like a real genuine vibe. There we go. And I feel like it, that comes out in your art. Um, yeah, that's what I shoot for. Yeah. Cause it's like, there's obviously there's a lot of irony and there's some like satirical value to it, but it's also cool to look at. So it's like cool to look at. And then it also, there's something in there when i look at it i'm like oh yeah i know what he's saying or i yeah, can i can relate to that like 
so I try to layer my stuff. Um, not that I'm some intelligent deep thinker, but I try to put little eggs and stuff, hidden eggs and, and that kind of thing. Um, so that whether you're old school or new school, you can kind of pick it out and appreciate it. So you don't have to necessarily, so like the, um, the Dependa. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that one is <laughs> so, so good. That That's one of the ones like I, I sent around to a bunch of people because I was yeah, like, yeah. it just, so, uh, nailed that it. one, that one blew up. That one blew up big. Um, it was, yeah, it was going everywhere. Yeah. Like, I even, after I was done with it to sound like a douchebag, I even was chuckling. Myself. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> So, so, you got it. Sometimes yeah. you got it. So I'll use that one kind of as an example. Um, my wife, she was a Marine as well. Uh, she's a she's a contractor. So she's, you know, they were talking about it at work and stuff. And someone's like, yeah, yeah, you should, you know, do the Penda. So I was looking and, and it's been done before. A lot of my stuff has been done, you know, uh, Blue Falcon, that kind of thing. But I'm trying to get that wow factor or, you know, or just so egregious and inappropriate that it's funny <laughs> right and yeah. i have no care at all if i get banned on facebook or instagram i really don't give a shit i don't like either one of them anyway yeah. uh i mean all the followers will be gone but i'm sure they'll find me again somehow um so so not caring if i get banned or what people think <laughs> like i want you to be offended by my stuff i want at least one person to be offended i want people to unfollow me because i just crossed the line <laughs> um so so that's what i'm always going for so with that Dependa, you know, I got the uh, behind her or it is the uh, the container <laughs> with rooms in it. But you always hear these like legends about, oh, yeah, you know, if she's willing to get down while her husband's on deployment, if I've heard if there's a broom upside down or if there's a broom by a trash can or if it's a broom and a red light, all these different things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to make her look fatter so, so when you look at the Penda patches or stickers or something, you see like some cutesy ones or just a outline, something like that. Uh, so I said, okay, I'm going to beat that. Um, <laughs> made her grotesque. Obviously, she has the sergeant rank on her arm uh, and the lingerie. And then, oh, okay, the, the symbol is a, a broom against the, uh, you know, against the door. I'm going to put a whole fucking bucket, uh, bucket of brooms, you know, so just make it crazy. Uh, yeah. and over the top put her behind a trailer um i didn't have any like baby hippos to have in the yard but i envisioned like you know a bunch <laughs> of little baby hippos that kind of thing so, so everybody modern day knows about the dependent that kind of thing so everybody can get you know see that there uh and enjoy that the sergeant rank on there isn't something that's like blatant but if you analyze it you're like oh it's her you know it's her husband's rank you yeah yeah exactly yeah. yep and then the uh the bucket of brooms is People may not, I had some people on Reddit, they were like, I, I don't really know what that means. It's still funny, but I don't know what that means. And other people are like, oh yeah, it's this or this, right? So there's just a little bit of everything and there's layers to it. So you could be completely ignorant of the military and still appreciate <laughs> yeah. uh, the art. And, you know, so, and, and then that's kind of how it was like with the uh, the green weenie was the first one. Um, <laughs> just I was like, well, I'll draw something. So you see like a pickle here and a pickle there. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to draw a big green hairy dick with gotcha bitch tattooed across his chest. Right. So I just want it to be as outlandish as possible. And then if you want to go buy a shirt with it on, like if you're that bold, that's an option. If you're not, you can want to just get a sticker or something. That's cool. Or just don't do anything. Just go enjoy the art. Like you can go to my website and just uh, do the art gallery. You can subscribe. And every week when I drop a new art, uh, I'll send it to you. 
you know? So that, that's really what I want from the genuine piece that you're talking about. I'm not doing this to make money. I make good money in the, <laughs> in the government. Um, that's the only reason I can afford this because I'm just throwing cash <laughs> everywhere, right. different supplies and marketing and different stuff like that. So if it works out, it works out. If not, if I can at least like make enough money to continue, you know, hosting the web domain and all that, cause I do it all myself. Um, that's what it's all about. All I care about is that it boosts morale. If somebody's sitting in the barracks Saturday night and is bummed and drinking or whatever, like look at my shit and make you smile. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I really don't care if you buy my stuff and wear it. Obviously it's cool if you do it, it's it, but it, it's not a money thing for me. It's if you buy my shit, I feel honored. Like I feel like I've connected with you or you've connected with me. So it's more of an honor thing because I'm not looking to make money out of this. Um, so if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm fine with just continuing to do as much art as I can. Damn, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, for sure. And, uh, like I, like you saying, you, you felt honored when people, you know, buy your stuff or whatever. Like I felt on, like it was cool for me personally, like I found this cool thing and then to be able to like, uh, hit you up and then, you yeah. know, obviously you were in the Marines as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, a, a cool thing that I've run into. The same thing with Shannon. It was just kind of like, I don't know what it is about vets, but it's kind of, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's because we all kind of have like kind of an assumed shared yeah. history, I guess, in a way. So it's kind of like, we're all just like cousins. At yeah, least. Absolutely. That's what I told Sergeant G. Like if my mom called me at midnight, I'd be like, what are you doing? Don't call me. But <laughs> you called me or a vet called me or something like that. And he's a talk. I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for you right now um so yeah people ran there you know these random strangers um are touching base and yeah it means a lot to be able to connect with people because that's what you lose when you get out is that, that camaraderie you know for sure yeah yeah definitely I, I guess also along those lines you had um uh mentioned to me before that so you're doing i guess like an affiliates or like an alliance page kind of thing for vets yeah, is that yeah. a thing is that just like an open thing you're kind of just collecting everyone that you can or can yeah so expand um, on that? yeah so it's it's not quite everybody that i can it's people that i've connected with so yours will be up there you know now that we're doing oh, thank you nice. kind of thing. yeah for sure so it's it's people that are interested in cross-promoting um, so like one thing that Shannon mentioned, I think you, I think Shannon mentioned it, like some of these people are, are so big, they kind of lose their, their roots or where they came from and forget the little people, uh, so to speak. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Not that I'm big or anything like that, but whether you're, um, you know, two days old starting out or, 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 or you know, two or three years into it, I want to stay the same person and, you know, and help out and cross promote and everything else like that. Um, so yeah, like I put Shannon and, and, and Sergeant G up there. Cause uh, I mean, Shannon's the first person that, that I connected with. I'm doing his show tomorrow. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So he's helping me. I'm helping him. Same with Sergeant G. Um, so it's just a way that if, if you're willing to, promote me and help me, then I'm absolutely willing to help you. And so even with that, you'll see some people who have affiliates or partner links in their footer or something like that. Like I'm giving you an entire page and it's nothing on me. It's if you are there for me and you're going to promote the shit out of me, 
I'm going to do the same thing. So you can go to my affiliates page and you can kind of see like a short bio and your emblem and that kind of thing. But when you click on it, you have an entire page on my site dedicated to you. You got a video mm-hmm. embedded, you got all of your social media links, whatever you want is in there. That's your page. Um, so that's, you know, I'm always trying uh, to go over the top, whether it's art or design or whatever, you know, the, the webpage, whatever it is, if somebody else is giving you a link, I'm giving you a whole fucking page. Like I, I want, I want all of us to succeed together. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. That's, uh, yeah. And, and I think for me, that's, uh, probably the thing that sticks out to me. And it's, I'm also, I feel like I'm on the kind of the same page as you with, uh, like I, I'm, I'm just doing this for, for fun, really. It's kind of like a self therapy. <laughs> and also it's kind of a thing, uh, for me to step out of my comfort zone. Cause I'm, I'm, like naturally an introvert i fucking hate meeting people and i hate like being in crowds and shit like that but i like to be productive and i like to do things that are uncomfortable so this is kind of along those lines so then i but i also like i I was always been the kind of person where like i didn't have a ton of friends but the friends i do have are really close so for me like yeah so yeah so i think that's the thing i recognize with like shannon too it's like my inner so similar in our in the way we interact in interpersonal relationships so that's kind of the also the thing the thing behind my uh, hook and bond it's kind of like we're uh, i guess like honestly in a way outcasts or maybe outliers um, yeah. a lot of the people that i meet and that i get along with and we're always kind of the people that the teachers put in the other classroom because they're like oh you're disrupting the, the other students and it's like well maybe you're disrupting the way i learn just because i don't learn your way Right. And it's kind of like the feeling that I get out of interacting with you and uh, Shannon. Don't, I mean, don't let me label you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate the, all the things you're saying. And I like that idea about uh, your affiliates page. That's a great idea. Um, I mean, I feel like I, I want to steal that idea. But <laughs> I'm like, damn, now, now I want to have like a whole page, do a whole page for you. But it also, that's uh, um, kind of, part like my whole thing too is like i said hook and bond so it's it's a korean word uh it literally means the, the black people's classroom but um there's a whole story behind like just all it is is our teachers they separated us into different classrooms a bond b bond c bond a class b class c class and eventually they put all of us like the disruptive students in c bond in class c um and it turned out like all it was like all the black and brown kids and two gingers so then we started, we told it to, we started calling it hook and bond. So our, we were like, you, you segregated us. This is hook and bond. So, but um, yeah, so it's kind of like. The situation isn't cool, but how you got yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it I, I mean, obviously it uh, resonated with me in it, but it also uh, kind of helps. It, it just reminds me the drive to just because maybe something that I'm doing like every everybody every you know the everybody else is like yeah. oh this is stupid i don't like it or whatever it's like well if i enjoy it why does it doesn't really matter what other people think about it so yeah. uh yeah. that's for me me coming into it, it's like I, like i don't have like a, a format for what i'm doing i, I pretty much just wing it and i just I talk to people and connect with yeah. people and um yeah uh, uh yeah, I said all that just to say that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with what you said. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I level with you on, on that field. Obviously, I don't, I, I wasn't put into a, a C class, but I, I wish that younger me 
would have just not given a shit about what other people think as much. Like I didn't as much like I because I, I was a little bit of an outcast in high school because I didn't have a group like I didn't. I wasn't the jock. I wasn't the goth. I, you know, like my two closest friends, one was Hispanic and one was black. Um, so my family was broke growing up. We were on food stamps. We lived in the hood. Um, it was the, it was that stereotypical, like across the railroad tracks is this and that. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I, I, you know, I witnessed firsthand just the people who gave up, mm. um, you know, in the, especially the public school system and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah. Fun. Yep. And it was the, I mean, it was the thing to do. I was the outlier for saying, no, fuck this. Um, I'm going to use this as ammunition. Like my dad went to prison for, uh, for drugs oh, and statutory rape and all that. So I was your, you know, your stereotypical kid with a single mom living in the hood in a, a beat up duplex. Right. And I was like, I'm not, this isn't going to define me. Um, like Moana says, uh so like this is uh, like, shout out to your moana picture too exactly yeah dark I, disney oh dark uh, disney. yeah, yeah like, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> this isn't isn't gonna define me i mean use this as motivation you know and well, i had people around me they're like what are you gonna do when you get out of high school i'm gonna you know sell drugs or i'm gonna go work in a factory like my dad did or whatever it may be i had friends that um got killed a, a lot of okay. drugs um that kind of thing and i was like nope i'm gonna be the outlier and so, but then when I decided to leave and go to college, uh, I was an outcast. I wasn't just an outlier. I was an outcast because now it was, oh, you think you're better than me? And that's when I finally came to the decision. Sorry, one, one second. Yeah. Uh, when you said you said you're an out, you mean from the people back home, they call, they said, yeah, yeah. So because you went to college, home, they're like, oh, you're better than us. You're leaving kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So while I was an outlier with some of, you know, these other, or the outcasts, I guess, of the other people, I became the outcast of the outcasts. So then all well, okay. of friends of mine, quote unquote, friends of mine, I have a couple, well, I have like one that I still talk to. Oh, you think you're better than us. Mm. And that's really when I crossed the line and said, yeah, yeah, I am better than you. Because while you, and again, politically incorrect, but I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. While you were out selling drugs and knocking people up, I got out of school at three o'clock and I went and worked. I, I was 15. Chick-fil-A was the only place hiring. I got to Chick-fil-A at four o'clock. I worked till 10 o'clock at night every single day, you know, obviously except Sunday. So I was out hustling and trying to make some money, dressing up as the freaking cow standing on the street while you made fun of me, right? <laughs> I was out there doing all that. So yeah, when it comes time, when it comes to crunch time and you're going to sit here and do what your parents did and your grandparents did, and I'm going to better myself. Yeah, I am better than you, you know? Um, so it's nothing against anybody in that situation, but I did it. And if I can do it, you know, you can do it. I put myself through college. Um, I had, I started a business by myself. I didn't have anybody. I didn't have a rich dad to give me any uh, investment to start. I just hustled, hustled, hustled. I ate on $20 a week of food. It was a lot of spaghetti. Uh, I measured out my cereal. I counted my lunch. Wow. Yeah. And then it it was successful. Um, And then after a few years, I sold it. I played poker uh, full time for two years. And then I got bored and joined the Marine Corps. Uh, like you play professional, like professionally, or yeah, I, I would myself to, to make money. I you, yeah, yeah. So your stuff it was it. my profession, but I wasn't like you know I wasn't on the screen with like Daniel Negrano and stuff. I didn't play uh, tournaments much. I played. I was like that sleazy guy that went to card rooms. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You're the the Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what uh, is rounders. that? Is that swingers? No, rounders, rounders. rounders. Yeah, yeah. Um, great, yeah, great movie. Yeah. Too. I mean, it was it was all inclusive. Yeah, <laughs> so I did that. Just 
you know, for fun. And, and I was, I was good at it. Um, and, but it just got boring after a while, which is weird for people to understand because they're like, oh yeah, making money is so boring, but it just became a chore. The casino became uh, a job and I was longing mm. in hours. And so I got bored again, the ADD uh, yeah. and doing Marine Corps. Uh, so, you know, uh, after Marine Corps got, you good? After, yeah, yeah, I was grabbing uh, oh. my notebook. I don't want to. Okay. After Marine Corps, you know, you used the GI Bill and, and and I got a master's degree in law. Damn. Basically all that to say, you can do whatever you want. Um, don't let anybody else define you. I was not a good Marine. Like I was the shit bag Marine, <laughs> everybody. Um, but I was always there for my peers. I was 25 yeah. when I went in. Um, okay. I was, I was, I turned 24 at MCT. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So like my gunny was, when I was 30, my gunny was the same age as me. And he just assumed I had a chip on my shoulder. Oh, like, oh shit. Yeah. You know I remember you were talking about this. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, so basically just don't let anybody shit on your dreams. When, if, if, if you're active duty right now and you're looking at getting out and you have all these goals, all the staff NCOs that are shitting on you, um, they're going to come to you like no shit. I have two weeks ago, my old master guns reached out to me cause he was retiring and he was asking for a copy of my resume. Uh, so he could model it a little bit. Those same people are going to reach out to you. Don't let them shit on you. Fuck what they think. Be courteous, be tactful, but fuck what they yeah. think. Do whatever you want to do. Have fun. So. No, that's, I, yeah, I like that. That's good advice. And it's definitely something, oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I would say it, that's a big, that's a, that's a big thing, right? Transitioning from active duty into civilian world. And yeah. it's, I mean, with, uh, I have an idea of what you did. So in our, what we did, like, uh, there's not all MOSs translate well directly into the civilian world however yeah. i think the kind of the skills the the um ability to like you said tact tactically or tactfully navigate management in the marine corps because you're always you're always avoiding being executed like at every moment yeah. so you have to learn how to deal with management and then you also learn how to manage people underneath you because like even like there's that saying whatever it's like if there's two lance corporals that one of them's in charge it's like all right who, who picked up first or who was born for it. So every inter interaction with Marines, you're always figuring out, all right, who's in charge? Like yeah. what's the mission and who's in charge? And then, all right, now we're going to know we know what to do to work. Problem solving. Yes. And Huge. If, if you can relate on your resume, problem solving and leadership, um, you're going to go, you're going to go far and attention to detail um, because those are things, I mean, I'm a, yep. I'm a government civilian, but, um, those are the things in the, in the real world uh, before the Marine Corps, you know, I was in the business world. Those are the things that set people apart when, when, you, so not everybody that's good at their job should be a manager or a leader. Um, agree. Agree. That doesn't mean you, yeah, that doesn't mean you can manage people. You could be the best, you know, salesperson. That doesn't mean you can manage salespeople, yep. but when you can explain how you can prioritize tasks, you can delegate those tasks and you can get a job done as a team while keeping morale up, that's huge. Yep. So if you're a grunt and, you, and you've been in you know, battle and you've been in a gunfight and you're telling uh, people where to go, you know, their lives are in your hands. Um, that relates to the real world. But it takes some ingenuity to think of what, how to phrase that kind of thing, not 
well, I was in fucking battle. So obviously I can be a manager at Best Buy. Like, <laughs> fuck you, right? Yeah. You have to show it. You have the quantitative data, quality data, uh, and explain how under st- extremely stressful situations, um, when it's legitimately life and death, yep. you can keep a cool head. You can figure out and prioritize what you need to do, what the mission is, uh, and how you can complete it. Yep. And then when you figure it out, not only that, not only can you figure it out, you can explain to your subordinates uh, how to go about completing the mission. That goes on a resume. Agree. So uh, I, uh, continuing along that line then, if you don't mind uh, talking about it, you can keep it as limited as you want. But so when you, what, what year did you get out actually? And then um, how long did it take you before you were working after you got out? Um, so I was lucky cause I was still on terminal when I started. So I got the double dip. Um, so I panicked. So I got out in May of 17. Okay. My wife got out in February of 17. So we were stationed in California. She moved out to Maryland. So we were separated for, for a few months, which I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, obviously you have deployments and stuff. It wasn't, Oh, we were separated. It was uh, more the money piece. We were paying for rent, uh, yeah. California and rent in, in DC Oof, yeah. or around DC. Yeah. Um, so I was panicking a little bit because we had, she was making good money. Um, fortunately, but I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, her, her job set was a little bit more broad than mine. Mine was more niche. Um, so I started, I had no guidance. Nobody cared enough to tell me anything either that, or they just didn't know. Mm. Um, so I started six months out and honestly, it, you, you, it's terrifying, but you're not going to get a job when you're six months away from transitioning out of the Marine Corps. I signed my contract two weeks before I went on terminal. 30 days out is your crunch time. So, you know, six months out, look, if I could tell a uh, younger Corporal Shane uh, <laughs> how to get out, I would say six months out, you need to know exactly what you're doing. What are you going to do? That's when you start formulating those key words on how you're going to look for uh, a job. You know, find out where's the best place. Monster.com, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Zip recruiter is good. Indeed. So good LinkedIn the other, profile. Yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. Cause you get that free one uh, with the military and, um, and I think students. So the other thing, okay. So six months out, you need to start figuring out exactly what you're going to do. If you do not have a plan, whether it's a job or using your GI bill, which I support both or do at the same time, don't get yep. out because you're going to get, you're going to end up getting back in. You got to have a plan. So six months out, you got to have a plan on what you're going to do. So from six months to three months, you need to be teaching yourself everything, all of the data, find out how much do these people make, where are you wanting to live, where are you wanting to go, and you need to know the demographics of that, you know, who's living there, what's the average age, what's the average income, Mm -hmm. um, what's the average education, all that, so that you can make your, you need to know everything before you go into negotiations. Then three months out, you should really start to be making your resume pop um trs is that what it is that that's the transition transition Uh, system whatever course you have to go to before you get out yeah do it in advance early don't wait yeah do it early because some of the data in there is good some of it's bullshit um but you at least have the knowledge and then don't be 
an idiot, like reach out to people like us that are already out um, and we can hook you up with contacts. But three months, you should have your resume like flawless. Uh, and now you're loading it up on all of these sites and you're going to start pushing them out. The best thing to do from there, you have to understand how, if you're wanting to work for the government, you got to understand how that works. The government hires you specifically based off of your income without BAH. So if you're an E4, I don't remember what it is, two grand or something like that, three grand, I don't know. I think it was like 50K a year or something. If I'm applying then for a GS12 position in DC, which makes starting at like 90K, they're going to look at your, they're going to ask you for your um, W2 or your, or, your, or your income statement, whatever. Um, I was thinking a pay stub. And they're going to say, oh, you make 50, you don't qualify for 12. That's it. It doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter how much education you have. doesn't matter if you're an E4. doesn't matter if you're E9. They specifically look at your income. So if you're wanting to transition into the government, your best option is to go contracting. So I hooked up with a contract company and immediately made $92,000. They gave me $10,000 to move there. So that was huge. I uh, did that for a year and then I transitioned in. My first gig was a GS12. Um, so... And then you just go up from there. Um, so yeah, ha- have your resume perfect. Know what you're looking for. Know where to put it. Know what co- keywords you're looking for when you're looking for a job. And then be realistic with how much money you're going to make and the right avenues to do that. And don't be scared. Reach out to people like us. I have a whole network of people. If I had me, I know this sounds super like egotistical, but if I had someone like me to reach out to when I was in, it would have been significantly better. Someone to just say- oh, yeah. It is not that difficult to get out and find a job. Uh, obviously, it's easier for you know, our job field, but just in general, it's not hard. It is not hard. Um, it's not hard to go to school. You're going to get paid to go to school, whatever it may be. It's yeah. not that difficult as long as you have a plan. So. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's. I agree. That's great advice. And I don't think it's egotistical to say that because, I mean, I, every year I tell myself, I'm like, fuck, if, if I could go back knowing now, you know, take the knowledge I have now back to whenever even last year uh, yeah. I feel like just the, the amount of things you know so obviously you know more now than you did then so it's definitely be beneficial and I, th- I think a, a thing about vets is we are bad at asking for help yes <clears throat> but we are decent at like you know uh, connecting with other other people like people that we uh, see as peers right. so <clears throat> yeah I don't I mean I know the VA has all kinds of uh, Thing, they advertise their resources for helping with this and with that um and i guess that's not so helpful for people well, that are still active duty and about to get out yeah that so i didn't use much of the va's assistance for stuff like even insurance and stuff because my wife had it all set up so i've never had to worry about the va insurance and all that kind of crap so i've been lucky there um but i do remember yeah like you're saying most of those va uh pieces are when you're out so like a month after I got out, I got like all of this VA paraphernalia about all of these things I can do. And be like, well, yeah. that would have been good like a month before I got out, not a month yeah. after. Um, but I do remember the VA dude that was getting all my stuff together was very helpful and more than willing to help. Um, so yeah, utilize those people because they're on base. Utilize them. You know, don't wait till you're checking out or what is it? 60 days out when you're getting all your medical stuff together. Oh, that's yeah. another key thing. Or the last week. <laughs> yeah. That's another key thing right there. Go get seen for all your shit. Uh, you yes, the final physical. Yep. Yeah. Get everything the on there. Physical. 
And then when you get out, you're never going to get as much as you should appeal everything that you got denied for. As long as it's within a year, you get backdated. So it took me 10 months to fight this one piece with a surgery that I had. It was military related. I had to get surgery. And after 10 months, they finally said, okay, yeah, you are going to get X amount of percent for it. And I got $18,000 cash dropped into my account. Um, so whatever they're giving you problems for when you're active, just say, okay, whatever, fuck it. And then when you get out, file an appeal mm. on uh, my, what is it? eBenefits.gov. Yep. Yeah. And they'll do all of the legwork for you. They'll contact the people to go to, all the doctors, all that. They'll, if you have to go 30 miles, they'll pay you for your gas, everything. You just go mm. show up complain whine and moan and get paid <laughs> oh wow that's good so so yeah i kind of went through that i didn't do the appeal um but i did go through the process of uh filing everything it, i don't know when i did it it was seemed complete it was the most daunting thing and then also like filling out all the paperwork and also it's like i have add and it's funny like i'm filling out this information and it's like i'm literally filling out stuff that's like yeah i'm really bad at doing long forms i lose my attention blah 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 and they're like well we need more details on this i'm like fuck. oh yeah so yeah. it took me forever once i finally got it in and it turned out not as bad as i thought it would be but um for for the appeal thing so you did do an appeal because i've been looking at doing it because i left a couple of things off uh, there. Like I literally have a, a broken bone in my wrist and they have x-rays and all that stuff, but yeah. I didn't count it. But um, so yeah, 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 yeah. You, you do the appeal um, and they'll hook you up with like VA people or someone that they work with. But what I did, um, I saw so I went and saw their people, but I also went, I mean, out here in DC, DC area, Maryland, Johns Hopkins is big. So I went to my primary care provider that I had here and had him fill out the paperwork as well. So uh, that's good that idea. way, if they wanted to fight anything, it's the VA against a Johns Hopkins trained doctor. <laughs> so right. I'm going to win that. But it didn't even have to come to that. You know, I, they, they, uh, so mine was for, um, so one of them was for anxiety, depression, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and they, they saw me for that. They, you know, diagnosed me and stuff like that, fill out the paperwork and yeah, boom, you, you know, I got the, I got the backdated stuff. It's super easy. They're very helpful. They're a lot nicer to you. Um, and if you don't like what they tell you, you can tell them the nice thing about being a civilian is you can tell them to fuck off. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can literally go doctor to doctor until someone finally says, yeah, you are crazy or, you know, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what the appeals. Oh, cool. I'm the, I'm, yeah, I'll have to look into that. And I think, yeah, that's another good point. Um, a thing that for me, when I transitioned out, it's kind of like, cause when you're in the Marine Corps, I was in for nine years and you know, it gets conditioned into your head that, well, at least we're enlisted. It's probably different for officers, but for the enlisted, it gets drilled into your head that you don't know anything except for what, you know, the Marine Corps tells you to know. So, and especially like for injuries, like I was saying with my, my wrist, <laughs> like, so I didn't, I went through, uh, I was within my last year or two of my not the last two years of my uh second enlistment and like i had a injury in my wrist and i was like fuck it i'll go to medical and i went in there and they're like oh yeah so I'll, you know when you had your your broken bone before and i was like what no i never had a broken bone they're like yeah yeah we're looking at the x-ray you you must have broken the bone at some point yeah and they're like you didn't have a cast to go to the doctor and i was like no I was like, <laughs> fuck no i'm not going to the doctor because you get shamed and then also you, maybe you get pulled out of training 
you yep. get pulled, you get pulled out of a uh, uh, deployment. You can't, you know what I mean? Get pulled out of deployment training. So it just fucks everything up to be injured. And yep. it just kind of seems better to suck it up. True. And I mean, until you're out. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you do that, like I did, I was a fucking idiot. But if you do do that, my advice is uh, at the end, like you were saying in that final physical, tell them everything. Like yeah. even if it doesn't seem like it may or may not matter or affect you or whatnot, right. tell them everything. Uh, yeah, just because yeah, like, when you go later to the VA, they, uh, it, it, it holds, it holds more weight, you know, if it's, if it's put yeah, in there, you got, you got documentation, like yeah. don't be an actual bitch about things, but like if it hurts to walk and your are uncomfortable, like, even swollen, yeah. and someone's saying, Oh, you're fine. Okay. Well, that's different than you just sprained your ankle or something like, you know, don't, what, what is it called? It starts with an M when you're looking malingerer. Yeah, maling- yeah, don't malinger, but if you legitimately think that you're fucked up, then don't let anybody tell you that you can't go see medical or you're a pussy or whatever. Just go, because screw them. They're- Gunny's not going to be holding your hand when you're out in the civilian world and he's still a Marine. Like, So just go take care of yourself. You know? Yeah. At the very least, at the very end, before you get out, make sure you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're already at the end, then definitely bring it up. It's better yeah. late than never. So. Yeah, I mem- <laughs> this is a funny thing about, so the military and a thing that civilians don't understand. So, so you, were you ever, hmm, how do I, how do I say this? Um, so you, like the whole process of even like say in the morning when you're active duty, you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm sick. You know, like nowadays as a civilian, you used to be like, send someone a text and be like, hey, I'm not coming in today. Yeah, I got sick. And in the Marine Corps, it's like, all right, so you got to get up. You got to go to formation anyways. So yeah. then from formation, you got to be like, hey, I'm going to sick call. And you go to sick call. Then they may or may not give you chit. If they give you chit, they're like, okay, yeah, you are sick. You get a chit that says either stay in, the, uh, what is it, Conf- confined quarters or whatever. That's or true, And then so then you, take, then you have to take that to your, to the BAF, to your the unit medical, to have yep. the unit medical sign off on it. Then you have not to take that. Time. Then yeah, it's like <laughs> noon by now. Then yeah. you have to take it to the uh like the either the company or the battalion office and yeah. have them sign off on it or wait for them to come back from lunch. So by the time you get all that shit done, it's like already afternoon already. Yeah. So yeah. ridiculous. So from for me, I think a big uh yeah, yeah. So it was kind of just an adjustment transitioning. Well, that, if you're legitimately sick, then if you know you have to do all of that stuff, it's like, well, I can either do that or I can just drag my ass to work and sit there. Yeah. Right. Whatever it may be. So yeah, a lot of people just don't go through the whole process because it is painstaking. Yeah. Like here now, like you said, I can just roll over and be like, yeah, I don't feel good. So I'm not coming in. Like, okay. You got sick leave. <laughs> I think if I have, I have to have a doctor's note after like three days or something. Right. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. then I can just email my doctor. Like, yeah, I haven't felt good. Can you shoot me a note? Yeah. So yeah, you have sick leave. I use my sick leave, but yeah, it, that's a good point. Yeah, by by noon, it just uh, you you're still not <laughs> in bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, yeah. So I th- where was I trying to go with that? Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I say all that just to agree with what you're saying, and that's a message that people that I was never given really, but make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh. Because I mean, you got to live with your body for the rest of your life, obviously. Um, 
And I'm trying to think for you, were there any other, I guess, big, so you said for the most part, uh, when you got out all your stuff at the VA, that was a pretty smooth process for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that's nice too now is everything's digital. Um, yeah, true. when you transition out, like your, your, your new doctor, if you get it set up or whatever. Um, uh, so like I said, I'm with Johns Hopkins, all of my medical records from the military transferred over electronically. So a lot of the issues that you heard about, or I heard about when I was in, when everything was just hard copy has gone away because their, their systems sync up. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, that's pretty much it. Just don't, don't just sit idly by and complain. If you are hurting and it's Marine Corps related or military related, then go online and say, you don't even have to appeal anything. It could be a brand new thing that you forgot. And that has a big drop down and you can select stuff. There's all sorts of stupid shit in there. Select it, submit it. They're going to contact you, tell you where to go. You just go there and you're done. Like, and then if you are working, I can't remember what it's called, but if you're, it's some law, don't remember what that's called either, but you have a, it's like 140 hours or something that by law, your company is required to let you attend these VA uh, meetings. So let's oh, say, really? yeah. So let's say you just, I think it's for full time and stuff like that. I don't think if, if you're oh, like, for like a GS. Donald, you might not be able to get it, but I know for me specifically, I had 140 hours. So when I first started, I had no annual leave. I had no sick leave, but I had 140 hours. So as long as I said, here's my VA paperwork, I'm going to a VA appointment. It was, it was done. They have to honor it for up to 140 hours. Oh, really? I never yeah. even, that would have been, that's applies. That's like a federal thing. That's like, that applies across I industries. Believe so I believe so, but obviously I could be mistaken because well, no, it did it for a contractor as well. It could be something as simple as government employees slash contractors are required to, but it would seem if contractors are allowed to do it, you're still not a federal employee. Yeah. I think it's a federal mandate, but I could be wrong. I'm going to um, look that up. Oh, I'm going to write that. <laughs> yeah. But you said it's supposed to be 140 hours a year. I think, yeah, I believe it's 140 hours. I can't remember the name of it, but it's specifically for, it's like a sick leave so when whatever coding it is, it's specifically a sick leave for uh, VA type stuff. Which if I believe, if it is everywhere, not just federally, then I believe that the companies would then be able to file that claim, you know, to the government or something because it falls in with our, our, our VA and, you know, all of our benefits. Right. Yeah. If there's a, yeah, like a specific charge code for it, then. Right. Yeah. Fuck, that's a crazy because re- like I said, I uh, have a weekly group that I go to. Yeah. Um, so if I was able to put it, put it, put that in for an hour or whatever, that would be huge. Because yeah. even just like leaving work, like, well, now I work remote, but before COVID, it was like I had to leave work, commute back, go to the meeting, make it to the meeting in time. And then sometimes mm-hmm. if it's like four o'clock, it's like. Then I got to leave, you know what I mean? There's all these other considerations. So this is definitely, if this is a a, sort of resource that applies across all industries and all jobs, I'd be huge for a lot of people. And I think a lot of veterans too would, um, I mean, uh, the good thing nowadays is the stigma for going to the VA or going for like behavioral health type stuff. It's like, it's, it's going down. So I think if if that would make it even easier if people were like, well, hey, I'm allotted these hours. Why not? Why not go? 
So yes. that would, I think that would definitely, that would be huge for, that's something, if, if that is how it works, then that's mm -hmm. definitely something I think everyone should be using. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a huge advocate for uh, like behavioral health type stuff. Yeah, I used yeah, to not yeah. be, I used to be actively, <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it was witchcraft. Yeah, but, I thought uh, it was uh, for like weak-minded uh, yeah, dependence. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's where I first found out about the leaves because I was like, I need to get some help. Like, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, if you saw the Sergeant G one, I, I mean, at one point in my, in my worst, I was putting down a fifth a night. Uh, oh, wow. And yeah, I was just self-medicating to the extreme. And I, and I was like, nah, this is going to ruin my family. This is going to ruin me. And so that's where I, I, I went to my boss. I was like, hey, so I know I don't have to tell you this, but I'm just going to level with you because he was a former Marine as well. I was like, I need to get help. I found a place, but how do I, I don't have any leave. And he's the one that turned me on to it. So I look at my little, uh, in the Marine or the, in the, in the government, it's like an SS 50 or something like that. Um, and it says, yeah, 140 hours or whatever. The HR never told me. I never got briefed into it when I got uh, the new job, nothing. He pointed out, they just slip it in there. Um, so that's what I used from the time I left to the time I got back it was used as the sick leave or whatever. I don't know what it was. I just know I got paid. <laughs> and, and so that's where I went. Yeah. And uh, it worked out. Yeah, definitely, definitely get help if you needed it. It is not a symbol of weakness at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I was looking back, I'd say uh, pre um, help Shane was weaker than after help Shane. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, makes, I mean, I don't know personally, but I can't attest to that. But no, that, that makes sense. Cause uh, I mean, personally for myself, I can't attest to how it affected you but i would say yeah for me too the same thing it's well you be so you feel different after because beforehand you have to put on this like tough guy facade nothing yeah. bothers me uh i don't have a problem all this kind of thing after you're, if you get a good therapy group or you know one-on-one -on -one, however it may be i did one-on-one -on -one. if you get a good one that actually challenges you and make you think like yeah. i told my guy I'm not going to be, cause I was still under that mindset. There was like, you know, a three year thing. I was like, I'm not going to be here for three years. Like I want you to fix the problem in my mind so I can control it. I was there for 13 weeks. I, I, I visit, I wasn't there like 13 straight weeks. Like I went off and on oh, okay. for 13 weeks. Um, and then afterwards it was like, there was not this necessity to, I didn't feel this necessity to put on this front anymore. Right. I didn't do thing. I didn't feel the necessity to do things so that people would think one way about me or another. It was a, I'm actually for once legitimately confident in myself and I mm. legitimately don't give a fuck what you think. Mm. Um, so That's that a lot, I'm like shit, 34 years to, to get to this point And I finally <laughs> can like choke, close that book uh, from before and actually like live my life and be here mm. now and, and, and enjoy life and actually be happy again uh big difference big difference and so yeah you feel i feel more empowered and more powerful now because you may think not you but someone may think i'm weak well guess what i don't give a fuck so that makes me more powerful than you. like that that's not some bullshit that the that the uh shrink told me that's how i feel i don't care what you think if you don't like i had some guy shitting on my art the other day i was like okay cool well you do something better how about that? Like, I, I don't care at all, you know? And so, uh, yeah, it, it's significantly different. Uh, I'm, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm writing notes. So I just, oh yeah, you're good. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll stop rambling. I just, no, 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 good. Keep going. Exercise enough for people to go get help. I quit drinking 
um, I thought, oh, if I quit drinking, then if I, if someone offers me a drink and then I say, oh no, I'm good. They're going to be like, oh, what, did you stop drinking or something? And I'll be like, oh yeah, my name's Shane. I'm an alcoholic or something like this. <laughs> and finally after counseling, I was like, I don't even have to just piss off. Like I don't want to drink, you know? Yeah. So, you don't got to explain it. Yeah. Completely. Um, because I just, it wasn't uh, conductive to the life that I wanted to lead. And that's what I told Sergeant G is like, now I got all this, it's been almost a year. I didn't go to AA or anything. Like, I wasn't like a raging, well, the, the fifth of night, I was pretty bad, but that was a while back. <laughs> I controlled myself out of that. But um, yeah, I was like, shit, I got all this time on my hands. Like I actually wake up and I don't feel dehydrated and like shit. Mm. Like, I, yeah. I wake up and I pop up and it's like, I got all this extra time on my hands. What can I do? Like, Let's <laughs> make a business. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it, you know, if you need help, go get help. If you want to stop drinking, stop drinking and don't care what anybody else thinks. Like if you're sick of waking up hungover, just stop waking up hungover. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. And uh, I connect with a lot of the things I said. Cause uh, so I, when I was active duty, I would, Oh yeah, I guess I was a, uh, I would say raging. <laughs> I drank <laughs> yeah. a lot. I drank yeah. a lot, but um. And I, I told kind of the story, or I did tell the story um, to Shannon last time about how I got, I actually went to a military, it's SARP, it's a substance abuse rehabilitation program in San Diego. Yeah. Um, but it, it was kind of like, I was worried, the, the only reason I, oh, sorry, do you need to? Oh, oh no, sorry. I, I said sapper. Uh, sapper is sexual abuse. I was oh yeah, yeah. Keep, keep going i was just sacco sacco was the sacco yeah, the yeah, guy. yeah 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 <laughs> sapper sacco yeah that's important too so yeah it's important too but not what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but uh long, long story short yeah i wouldn't have gotten into going to therapy if i hadn't gone to the inpatient treatment for rehab yeah. um because like when i went i was like oh yeah I, I figured they're gonna tell me you know oh this is what happens when you drink this and that Right. And I was actually, I'd actually been, I was 30 days, already 30 days uh, sober before I even got to rehab. Cause it was like, when I, when I made the decision for myself, yeah. I was like, yep. All right. I'm not drinking. And then I went and talked to, I was like, Hey, I think I need uh, to take classes or whatever. And then when I, they're like, all right, yeah. Tell us how many blackouts do you have? And blah, blah. I was like, well, every time I drink, I drink. That's the point. I drink until I can, until I black out. And they're like, so how many times I was like, there was a point when it was like, Cause I was drinking there in the week. So it was like three or four times a week. And they're like, that's not good for your brain. You're fucking kill. You're literally killing yourself. Yeah, they're like, imagine they're like, that's the same thing as if you're without the like physical trauma, but it's almost the same thing. It's getting knocked out three or four times a week. Huh. I was like, all right, that's interesting. Um, but anyway, so they, so luckily for me, and part of the point of me saying this is, so there is a whole stigma about it, but I got lucky. My, buddy was the assistant sacco so i went and talked to him to kind of like bounce it off of him to be like hey i'm thinking about like a f like formally applying to whatever the program is and i'm just worried that the command is going to be like oh this piece of shit whatever and he's like all right i'll find out for you so he went in there and he talked to them and when he came back he's like no no everyone says that if you do it they will think better of me yeah they're like they'll be like they'll they were like oh well that's they're like hey thank you for coming to us before Eli, like fucking we have to go pick you up for a dui or fucking some other shit like that yeah all you're uh, saying is hey i think i think i might be having a problem i think i need to like chill and i need someone to help me yeah yeah 
but I, I have seen people that get punished for that. They, they, they yeah, voluntarily yeah. do it. Uh, and then they get punished for it. It's like you, I mean, obviously I'm guilty for my behavior, but if you, you know, the Marine Corps drove me into becoming a raging alcoholic and then punished me when I wanted to stop. Right. What message does that send to people? Yeah. You know? That, so. yeah, the, the wrong one for sure. Like, yeah. so yeah, there's, there's another thing too. I don't know if I, did I cap off what I was trying to say? Whatever I was saying, I was agreeing with you. Let's just say that. And, oh, you and, said, yeah, you said you didn't realize like the, uh, the, the seriousness of it until you went and did your. Um, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's when I kind of figure out the value of uh, behavioral health. And for me, I'll, I'll just sum it up like this. I mean, we all go to the doctor because most of us aren't doctors and we don't know, like, we're like, Oh, I'm, I know I'm not feeling well, right. but I can't like, you can't successfully, you know, self-diagnose and self-medicate yeah. all the time. So you go to the doctor for physical shit. So it should be the same thing for mental. Yeah, we're, absolutely. we're definitely not raised in our society and cultures as Americans that I see. We're not raised to be uh, mentally healthy uh, yeah. and, and exercise healthy interpersonal skills. Because a lot yeah. of the stuff that gets pushed is all, it's like all the, these, uh, uh, photoshopped, you know, magazine covers. Yeah. It's like, all right, this is what people are supposed to look like. This is the way people are supposed to talk. And it's like, everyone looks like this. And as long as you have that up, as long as you look that like that also, yeah. then, then you're doing it right. Like right, your, yeah. your house can be burning down on the inside, but as long as it looks good from the outside, I think yeah. like the general thing, people are like, oh yeah, yeah it's good. I, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want people wanna... think that you're fine. Yeah. Then it's fine. Yeah. It's like, the ultimate kind of like perception is reality. So they're just trying to, to fabricate perception all the time, even though it's not the the reality of it is you're just fucking, well, for for me, I was like, Oh, here's the thing. That's what I wanted to ask. Did it feel for you? Like you were always like, uh, they call it white knuckling. You just grip like all the time, all your interactions just kind of feel like you're just, you're just hanging on to not fucking flipping out or losing your shit. Yep. Every time, you know, grinding my teeth, Feeling mm. that white knuckled thing, just everything set me off internally. I was yeah. just out of control internally. Externally, people were just used to normal shame, making jokes, that kind of stuff. But internally, I was a freaking wreck. Mm. So, yeah, you got to be selfish and you got to take care of you first. For yeah, sure. agree. Yes. Self care. You should or shouldn't be. Yeah, and never, never be afraid to admit that some things defeat you okay alcohol alcohol defeats me i'm fine with that i'm a pretty strong mental mentally strong person but i can admit that i i can't handle <laughs> i can't handle my alcohol it's like on uh what's that movie old school with will ferrell he's like oh, frank the tank exactly that's me like <laughs> i wasn't an angry drunk that that's what made it even more fun is i'm, I'm fun to be around Right up until the point that I black out, and then you can't wake me up, you know. Oh damn! And then the next morning, it's like let's go again. Like nothing takes a, a hangover away than, better than a little bit more booze. Yep, hair the and dog. And three days later, you're just shaking and withdrawing. <laughs> yeah. So it always catches up to you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I. Uh, I and I think for me that was kind of the thing with drinking. It was a uh, uh, self medicating. Like it's uh, it was my social lubricant because like you're right yeah like I said I'm an introvert and I hate being in crowds I don't really like parties and stuff but when I drink it like 
flips a switch where I'm the opposite. It's like where I want to talk to everybody, like interacting with everybody. And I either, it's like either really good, but sometimes it turns back out into a lot of fights. I used to get fucking drunk fights all the time. (laughs) And uh, just stupid, just being a dick, being an asshole all the time. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it just came to the point. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say that, I think that's huge. Like that you were saying that you are self, how self-aware you are um, mm. that even though you're like, uh, yeah. Okay. The way I'm drinking is a problem. And the way to solve that is to not do it. Cause I yeah. think there's some people that are like, Hey, don't judge me for what I do. Like if I want to drink, that's my choice. I'm going to do right. it. But yeah. then they but then they disconnect from the accountability of what happens after that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like I made a lot of stupid decisions and did a lot of stupid things, but I realized like I had to, to kind of own it. And then I, I think part of it too, like when I was drinking, like, especially like through a weekend is running away from that accountability. Like I would get drunk and then I would know I'd do some stupid shit and I'd feel bad. But then if I, if I got drunk again, then I didn't care. Yeah, and then I could, I could kind of help me just like never deal with it. But yeah. that's the other thing too. It never goes away. Yeah, you know, you just stuff it down. Problem. Yeah, it's still there. And eventually, for me, this by my experience, I eventually have to deal with it. Um, and then now, I guess to loop back, yeah, going to th- to therapy, like I feel a lot stronger and more confident. Like I feel like I could just, you know, copy paste all the things that you said. I feel all, all this the same way yeah. too. And I'm, I deal with people a lot, I think a lot in a more positive manner. Like I, yeah. my goal is to have more positive interactions and positive yeah. relationships where before I was so angry with myself, I think, and so disgusted with myself that I took it out on other people. So right. my interactions, it was always kind of about, it was always like that alpha male kind of like, yeah. all right, we're always measuring each other up. And then I have to make sure that it's like, all right, got to try to figure out how to like, you know, put people in levels. But now I'm kind of more about interacting with people and understanding like even with people that maybe we have di- differing opinions, I'm, I'm still interested. Yeah, you're a little more there. empathetic. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's well, in, in like a scientific approach of the alcohol piece. Uh, so, so that's one thing I, I really took a deep dive in is, okay, with the behavioral therapy, like you're talking about is why, am I, why do I do what I do? Mm. Let me fix the shit that's causing me to act this way. And so doing that, I started realizing a lot of my buddies that killed themselves almost none of them did it sober and mm. now of course it's the yeah. liquid courage yeah but yeah, it's yeah. more than that because your mind alters when you drink like that a lot because you are you're you're increasing your dopamine levels so if, if people don't know what that is it's like if you win the lottery that initial like excitement that's your dopamine yeah dopamine that's why you feel dumped. better when you start drinking because you just have that initial boost well, serotonin is what keeps you level-headed. It like keeps your mood level, so you're not doing this all the time. Well, the hangover in part is your serotonin levels are decreased. It's like with uh, MDMA, you get a so uh, you get a serotonin and dopamine boost, and the next morning you feel depressed and lethargic because your serotonin levels are depleted. So the easiest way, so, you, so your body naturally makes the serotonin to keep you level-headed in your mood from mood swings and all that kind of thing, and but as you start drinking, your body becomes dependent on the alcohol. And so you start having those cravings for it. And so the easiest way to make yourself feel better again 
is to drink and, and increase your dopamine levels. So like prolonged use of this, it just completely messes up your chemicals in your mind and starts making you paranoid and, and anxious and worried and, and increases that alpha piece, that alpha male piece or, uh, and all that because your mind can't control itself. And finally, I think that's where a lot of people finally just end up killing themselves or having those suicidal ideations because it's just this never ending cycle because you're not letting your body produce serotonin and you're, you're like this, you know, all the time. Uh, it's almost, almost bipolar where you have the high highs and low and low lows. Right. You know, when you're drinking, everything's great. When you're not drinking, everything's bad. So your mind goes dependent on that. It says, okay, well then I won't drink. And you give it drink and it's happy again. And then when you don't have drink, it's bad again. And then when something happens, that so so when a bad event occurs, the serotonin is what keeps you level-headed and able to like consider it and think about it and not just go off the rails. Well, if that's completely dependent on alcohol to to fluctuate those levels, you're done. You know, you, you you're eventually you're gonna something's gonna happen where it's the last thing, it's the last straw, and you kill yourself. So I have a couple friends who you know, I saw them three hours before they did it and they were fine. I mean, obviously externally, but they were like making plans and everything else like that. It wasn't this premeditated thing. Like tonight I'm going to kill myself. Like they were making plans for the weekend. And mm. what happened in that three hours that changed them and altered everything. And I think a lot of it is they just, they were so dependent on alcohol that that one event finally happened where they snapped and said, Oh, I can't do this anymore. You know? So not to be all Debbie Downer and everything, but if, you, if you're dealing with anxiety and depression and suicidal ideations, stop drinking. And it, it, even if you are too macho to go get some help, at the very least, stop drinking for a little bit and just see how your mind reacts. But then obviously you'll get help. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and I mean, I guess... I don't think it's a Debbie Downer thing because it's a it's a real thing. And like you said, you have multiple friends that you've uh, lost a suicide, uh, me as well. And yeah, I get I won't get too deep into it, but I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll have to look what the whatever that little hotline is for the VA or whatever when you're feeling yeah, yeah, suicidal. I have the... to pop that up here. But that's so, yeah, I guess there's two sides to like suicidal type stuff because there's obviously you want to get help for the people that are going through it. And right. then also, it also affects the people that are left. True. Um, so I was like, one of my friends, she, she killed herself. And it's kind of like, yeah, well, she's done. I mean, she's done now. So now, <laughs> now she doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for a little bit, uh, there was a little while where I kind of like, you know, went through the thing in my head of like, oh, well, maybe if I had called her more often or if i had done this yeah, or if i'd done that guilt, but yeah. it's like after a while i got it to it's kind of like I'm, yeah yeah i mean the, the simple thing to say is like yeah it's not my fault but it's also it's like i tried to put myself in her, her shoes so i was like all right so say i was going to kill myself what would it take for someone to talk me out of it and me thinking i'm like no one's going to talk me out of it it's yeah it's only it's going to be me. There's not going to there's not like some magic phrase that someone will say. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not yeah, going to kill myself mind. now. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all it's all internal. And it's 
so I mean, there are things that you can do to be supportive to your friends, you know, listen to them, give them resources. And obviously, you know, the best is uh, professional help because I mean, I'm not a doctor. Like if my friend fucking broke their arm, you know, I could give them a splint or like a makeshift sling, but it's not going to do them any good in the long term. So yeah, you're not yeah. setting their bones back in place or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Just so put a bandaid on the problem. Exactly. So it's kind of, the, I feel the same thing. Uh, definitely be supportive to yeah. people. And uh, I like to feel like I'm open enough for, I, I mean, I've had friends talk to me like through suicidal type stuff, but in the end, it's kind of like, it really comes down to them and their decision. Cause yeah. it's like, if, if, and then a lot of times when people talk about it, they are, you know, they're, they're kind of want in a way someone to talk them out of it or tell them, you know what, you're, you're a value to me, but right. So in the end, it's uh, like I said, it really just comes down to them. So it's, yeah, there's no magic fucking pill for it. And uh, unfortunately just, and it's a super high population in the, in the military yeah, and the yeah. veterans that, and see, that's, that's part of it too, like you mentioned, there's no, you know, magic pill for it. The, the, I think part of the problem is that I, I didn't really learn until I did the behavioral therapy is there's so many. Th- so, okay. For Marines, at least the average Marine has like a daddy issue. <clears throat> yeah. Or something. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah. Now these are suppressed things. And so one thing I noticed when I was doing my behavioral therapy we only hit on like five things in my life, but it, it fixed everything. And there was, there was two items that I had suppressed so deeply that like consciously I didn't consider them problems anymore. Mm. But as you go along through, through, through this therapy journey or whatever you want to call it, you realize that these things are subliminally inside of you and that external factors make them make the feeling re-emerge it's kind of weird Mm, to explain but it's like you don't remember that event happening but certain things that were happening during that event can re-happen you know maybe it's a smell or Mm. just a feeling or whatever it may be your body doesn't necessarily remember the event specifically but it remembers that 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 depression that you struggle with and so going the behavioral route you're you're confronting those pieces they're digging them up and you're confronting them and you're Mm. being done with them so that they're just not going to be an issue and there may be a scar from it but you're you're not going to melt every time you 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 can't you can't survive when you're suppressing these feelings uh whether it's daddy issues or whatever it may be you have to confront them you have to deal with them otherwise they're going to haunt you Right. And a selfish piece, if you, if there's that, you know, suppressed feeling that you despise that person because they did it, what kind of better vindication is there to face that person and that memory and beat it and never let it haunt you again? Like that is the oh, best. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I learned from it is, is I've been running so, trying to run so far and so fast from some of these things. I never dealt with them. And then I turned around and said, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to beat you. And it just went away. I mean, there were, you know, steps and it wasn't just night and day, but, and I still remember some of the things, but it's like, oh yeah, I dealt with that. It's really hard to explain until you go through it, but it's a a huge difference. You you have to face your demons 
or else they will swallow you. They'll catch you eventually. I agree. Yeah. I feel like that would, you could make some good art with that of your demon swallowing you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I posted, so I posted that, uh, I don't know if you saw it. I posted the little demon looking thing on the, uh, on the bull uh, for the Wall Street bet stuff and in front of GameStop. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that one. I yeah, did. So yeah. I, I saw that demon. I liked it. I liked it too. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Yeah, you, you're liking all my stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I saw that and and I thought of that. That huh? It crossed my mind. I wonder wonder what I could do with this. So I have to think on it because it has to be very OCD. So it has to be perfect. I want it to. I still want it to be funny, but it has to hit home. You know. Hmm. So I think. I might try to toy with some demons a little bit or something like that and try to send a message, but that's the difficult thing uh, is figuring out how do you, how do you make something like that funny? <laughs> oh, to, you know? to, to, to parlay into your, is that the right way to use that word? Segway in, into your, uh, your dark Disney. Yeah. Um, so do you have a hashtag dark Disney? Maybe you'll get a, uh, get your cease and desist quicker if you do that. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I, I almost did, but I was like, no, because I don't want the cease and desist. So yeah, that's kind of on the down low. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, don't I won't hashtag Dark Disney, all right? Yeah, I haven't I haven't been using a hashtag on it. Um, I'll just use a hashtag Disney, and then I'll hope that some very innocent mother that's looking. So if you look at my site now, I've been spending the whole morning putting kids apparel out there for the Dark Disney line. So now when someone googles i mean it's got to make it you know it, it takes time but I, I want that just that random innocent mother that's looking for a disney shirt for their children to just stumble upon moana with uh with a saw in her hand and like oh my gosh this is terrible i'm hoping my cease and desist letter comes because somebody got offended and reported me to disney that's what i'm going <laughs> nice oh, oh so that was what made me think of it is uh you know what was that hercules with hades Oh, and yeah. his little demons. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. That's true. That's true. Okay. But, um, yeah. That, that popped into my head. That's what I was thinking of. That's good. That's but good. Uh, I guess it, it's good. Uh, also, so yeah, I heard you when you're when you're talking with Sergeant G about uh, kind of how it happened. Like I guess you were saying that your wife was looking at it and she's like, "Oh, there's nothing on here for for female Marines." Yeah. And uh, well, I think your response should be, "It's like no, it's all general, gender neutral. Of course, it's good for everybody." But uh, uh but that's how it started right so then you're like oh so then you started doing the disney the dark disney type things yeah so okay, and, uh, okay i got you um so my our, our our nanny um he i don't have a nanny because i'm rich i have a nanny because in dc it's cheaper to have a nanny than someone to go to. <laughs> oh um, yeah yeah no yeah so she hooks up with this business um to like dress up like disney princesses and and, and go do birthday parties and stuff like that so she's always got Disney stuff and all this kind of thing. So when my wife's talking about that, that popped into my head and I was like, hmm, okay. I think I can, I can think I can make this work. So my first one was, was Elsa and, and Olaf. And then I was just, you know, going through more. I was like, okay, that was pretty fun. I like that. And then I was looking and she goes, well, you should probably look at some uh, diversity. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Good job, wife. I will. Um, so I, um, well, it's, I don't know if it's, it's, it's not racist, but I was trying to find a black princess <laughs> and they need more because the only real one. I, I think the only one is uh, from like the. Tiana, the princess and the frog. Yeah, yeah, that one, the, but, the Mardi Gras one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I couldn't find a good pose and image. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have to settle on a Hawaiian 
uh, and then yeah. and then Jasmine. So I was trying to get a little bit for everybody. I want to try to get uh, this. Oh, you got Mulan, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at Mulan. I got the image here. Uh, so I'm thinking, and I don't know. I'm just thinking if someone wants to buy it on a shirt, like if I'm a black guy, then I might wear that shirt if it was a black Marine. So I'm going to like look at dark, dark green. Huh? I said dark green marine yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's my one of my favorite terms diversify uh some stuff as much not because i'm woke but because uh <laughs> i don't know that's just how i would be like if if i was a little black girl i would want to play with a little black barbies so there should be more black barbies i don't know I hope this doesn't sound racist. I'm hearing your intent. So yeah, your yeah, intent is so good. So I don't think it's pure. My words yeah. may be terrible, um, but yeah, yeah. at least you're, you know, aware enough to make an effort, I guess. So, and it, yeah. and it's not like a, you're not, it's not like a cringy thing. Okay, good, good, like good. if you, if you were like, ah, one of those people that's like, oh, I love African American oh, people. Yeah, like, over like, the top, like it's, oh, it's like so cringy. It's, it's like, oh, like, it's like, how racist are you really that you have to cover up like that much pageantry to like yeah, prove it? Like, yeah, I'm not. No, 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 I don't. Like, I don't feel like you're there. So okay, good. Yeah, it's 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 nothing like that. Like I did. Um, well, my son, his favorite, um, what do you call it? Superhero is Black Panther. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, so I like drew up Chadwick a Boseman, R.I.P. <laughs> so I drew up a Black Panther um, uh, piece. I haven't. It's just got done. I have the pen. We got pens and stuff that. Uh, where is it? That we did well. Geez. Oh, oh. Yeah, so oh nice, nice. Well, so I posted those on Pinterest because I do a bunch of logos and stuff on Pinterest, and um, and this lady said because uh, I have my logo with you know a white guy, and she's like. She sends me an email and she goes, "Are you white?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Okay, I'm. I like your your art, but I was trying to support black business." I'm like, "Okay, I mean, I didn't say it. I was just thinking like, not only black people have to like that Black Panther." <laughs> yeah, that was the first time that I really like encountered something racial. It's like it's like. Uh reverse white privilege <laughs> i guess i don't know she ended up buying one i was like i'm sorry i mean i'm white i was like i didn't draw this because i'm trying to like reach out to black people i, I said i drew it because my, my son likes black painter and she's like oh that's so cute i'm glad that you teach him about diversity i went ahead and bought it I was like, okay <laughs> i don't i don't talk to my six-year-old like, you sit him down and like hey there are people with different colors in the world. Okay. Yeah, right. Like, I don't. I haven't had that conversation. <laughs> like, his best friend, it, Kenny, is a, a little black guy. Like, I'm not like, oh yeah, your black friend Kenny. He's <laughs> just like, oh yeah, Kenny. So I'm not gonna like ruin that innocence because I think racism is like a learned, a learned yeah. trait. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin. You know, I'm not gonna put those thoughts in his mind that somebody's different because of their color and with right. my heart. I am intending to uh, offend everybody equally. So, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's fair. I don't want to touch on race too much. It's really annoying, and I'm sure people will get offended somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a real thing, and yeah. uh, I don't know what it was, but like, so me looking at your art and stuff, I wasn't sure either. I was trying to imagine. I was like, like I, I think at first I was like, yeah, it's probably a white dude. 
then like as I'm looking at more stuff, I'm like, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not white. So then I got a little ambiguous. I was like, I'm not sure. And then when I watched your uh your your thing your episode with Sergeant G, then I was like, oh okay. And he's super white with freckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I don't want anybody to assume in my art or whatever it is, I don't want you to assume my gender. I don't want you to assume my color. Like I want to toe the line. Like if it's pink and floral and everything else like that, I don't care. So that, that, that's what I want is that nobody understands like what's 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 this guy's what pushes this guy? The only Ooh, thing I, that pushes me is I want to offend you. I got okay. a, I, I think I got a good one then. How, yeah. uh, how, uh, how about a barracks, a barracks bunny patch? Barracks bunny patch. Yeah. Or okay. like some, something with like a barracks bunny. Let me write that down. I feel like that. Maybe that's sexist. What's a way to make it gender gender neutral though? Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the pen is already sexist. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i mean yeah well i guess yeah i guess it is in a bikini so it is it's kind of saying but uh but yeah, i mean that's that's, that's the general gonna... stereotype is uh you know of what a depend is so yeah i mean yeah if you're gonna get offended because you think depend is sexist it's probably because you're a defender like <laughs> if if you're gonna get offended like my va one with this prescription bottle where it's so oh i love that one oh like suck it up and go fuck yourself or whatever it may be like the people that are going to get offended like that are probably the people that work for the VA. I don't yeah. really give a shit. If you get offended because you think my art racist, it's not. So go fuck yourself. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to cross any lines, but I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not going to be drawing like KKK shit or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not, a, I'm not a Nazi or anything like that. Like I'm not going to cross that kind of line. There's very obvious lines I'm not going to cross. Right. right. Um, but yeah, if you get offended by my art, that's your problem. Look away. I don't really care. You you can you can boycott me or whatever. It doesn't really affect me because again, I'm not doing this to make money. So there's not too much you can do. I guess you can dox me, but I got a lot of guns. So <laughs> come on over. I, you know, I just I don't care. I don't care. I, all I care about is that the right people enjoy the art. And if you don't enjoy the art, you're not the person I'm trying to uh sell to or or entertain so fuck right off. right right <laughs> yeah make no no for sure i definitely agree and that makes sense uh do you, um well i guess oh, oh yeah so along the, the dark disney maybe we'll cap that one off uh so what do you have so i know so you have moana i saw um princess jasmine yeah um elsa elsa so i'm thinking about closing it but I don't know. I looked at um, I looked at Pocahontas. Um, I don't know. I, I might put a couple more on there. Uh, if I get, I mean, if if there's requests or someone you know wants to see something specific, I mean, the Dark Disney took off. I mean, that, that was some of the most uh, shared pieces that I have because everybody can level with it. You know, a lot of the right. like original art, people enjoy it, but it's not as relatable to with everybody. But um, yeah, the dark Disney stuff, everybody was sharing that. So yeah, I might do some Pocahontas. Um, I don't know. I, I moved on for right now, but I might come back to it. And you know, if somebody wants more, then I'll give more. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put too much crap out there and and make people like burn out on it. You know, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, look, another dark Disney character. Like, I right. want it kind of like you're talking about. Like, what's next? Yeah. So yeah, I might I might give it a break for a little bit and then 
if I don't get a cease and desist letter, maybe I'll revive Dark Disney and keep going a little <laughs> bit more. Um, but yeah, for now, there's a pause on that. Okay. Because I have to be inspired. Right, right, right. That makes sense. So, that's cool. Yeah. I like that's more. Yeah, keeps it authentic. Right. Yeah. I don't. So that's something that I think happened with with Terminal Lance is it became. Uh, I mean, it's so funny, but I think they were the expectation was there so much that they felt obligated to push stuff out which obviously i mean that's a business that's a marketing thing like you can't let too much time go past without your next piece or something like that you don't want to lose the people's interest but right. if it's if it's not funny don't send it out like i'm not going for the uh like the old school i'm going to sell you a, a cd and it's going to have like one good song on it like, right right i want all my shit to be epic mm. now some of it's going to be better than others and that's fine but i don't want i'm not going for quantity so i'm going to try to drop one every sunday so like wednesday i'll give a teaser mm. and sunday i'll give the art but i'm not going to just draw because i feel the necessity to put something out so if it's just not there it's not going to come out because i don't i don't want that eh, thing right Right, right, people yeah. You may, may not like it, but I want the majority of people to be like, yes, that's, you know, that's it. So, um, like the one I put out yesterday, I wasn't even planning that one. I just was like, ah, I got to do this. Like, I stayed up till one o'clock. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I think I put on there this morning was the one with um, uh, the 3M earplug lawsuit, right? So it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a Ferrari. It says what the lawyers get, and it shows a beat up trailer, and it says what the vets get, and it's like a lifetime supply of 3M earplugs. Right. Um, <laughs> So that just came to me. I stayed up till one o'clock in the morning and, and it's, it's been a bit of a hit that that's what I want. That's the impact that I want. So this week, the teaser was um, a fight night type um, ad about oh, yeah, Rambo yeah. is going in yep. with the VA. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow, like that that's, too, yeah. tomorrow that's going to drop. So I got the artworks done. I got it up on the, sh on the, uh, the site for um, the shirts and stickers. So I'll activate all of it. Uh, tomorrow and and you know and drop the art and i think people will connect with it so it's kind of funny it's, it's yeah yeah, a, yeah it's a good one i like it too but yeah. i mean so far i like them all so i yeah, don't know i guess the i mean by the time anybody sees this it'll be done uh, but yeah it, rambo did, did not in fact um succeed <laughs> so, yeah. yeah well he's not dead but but he's not a lot he, he's not feeling good no, yeah <laughs> Does Rambo ever die? No, that's the thing. Like, I'm so trying to I think mean, about the last movie. It, this isn't giving any secrets away because nobody's watching this live. So, um, so he come. He's in a wheelchair, in front of the VA. Oh, this is for your. So, so is it like a, like a, series of pictures or? No, 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 no. So, so what I'm going to try to do is I'll drop the teaser uh, on just kind of a hint on what's coming and then Sunday will be the actual art. So it's not like a comic or anything. It's just a single photo. Um, and then from that, I'll take out that silhouette or whatever and make it actually into the sticker or the shirt or whatever. Um, because I don't want to be, I don't want to copy what Primal Lance is doing. I'm not trying to imitate them. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, give the art a little bit of life to it. Um, so, so the actual image is going to be Rambo in a wheelchair, but then I put the backdrop. Um, so, so he's going to be sitting in front of the, uh, sitting in front of the VA in a wheelchair, just kind of looking down on the side, all 
depressed and he's got a K bar coming out of his neck and there's blood everywhere. And it just says the VA said, I'm okay. So, you know, so it's just kind of ironic because he lost to the VA. Like you can go into the VA with a K bar in your neck and it's still, you're still going to pretty much turn you away for, as, as a whole. I, I'm, I don't dog the VA completely because they are helpful, but there is too much bureaucracy that they need to separate. Um, and so I guess the, the eggs would be that, you know, the, the K bar is the Marine Corps knife. Right. So, right. so, so we give ourselves, we give everything to the Marine Corps end up getting stabbed in the neck with a K bar, uh, <laughs> by, you know, by our own people. They treat us the worst sometimes. And then we go to the VA who's supposed to take care of us and they turn us away. So yeah, it's a little bit controversial, but if you don't want to think about it, it's just kind of fun. And, uh, right. Yeah. I like it. So we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Could be the worst one I've done. We'll, we'll see how, <laughs> we'll see what the public thinks in the morning. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. So, um, for, so I guess, that's what you try to do come out with something weekly i mean from what you're saying it sounds like you got like a million different things going on with this so you're like yeah. making merch you're doing uh different art every week uh are you planning on expanding to to doing more or just kind of just seeing where it goes how, how you feel um, so i've only been at this for like less than two months um, oh really wow <laughs> yeah yeah it wow, just okay. blew up a little bit Damn. so uh, initially I was just trying to pump out as much art as I could just to kind of catch up. I didn't want there to just be like three items for sale on the site, you know, right now that it's a little bit more established, I'm actually getting sales and I have a bit of a following or, you know, whatever you call a bunch of sick degenerate people, you know, talking about codependence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a merry little band of misfits. Um, yeah. so now that I'm a little bit more established then I'm thinking of more of like a routine because I don't want to just completely, I don't want to flood anybody, everybody with a bunch of spam, you know, I, 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 I don't want to do it too much where it's just, Oh yeah, look, it's another broken jarhead post, you know? Um, right. So what I'm doing now is kind of breaking up the art with some memes on the, on the page, um, trying to stick to military, but see, the thing is they're overdone. I mean, their meme pages are a dime or dozen. Um, so I'm just trying to find the most degenerative ones that I can find, which will eventually get me banned. Um, but everybody's too scared. Everybody that creates a social, wants a social media following, all they care about is the numbers, which, I mean, it makes a big deal or a big difference, but they are very careful not to do anything that's going to get them banned. Um, because God forbid you lose your 15,000 followers. I don't really give a shit if I get banned. And so, cause guess what? I can create another page. And so if it takes six months to get banned, at least I've been able to give six months worth of just disgusting memes and artwork uh, until I get banned. And then I'll find other ways to do it. You know, I'm, I'm in Reddit. I'm in all sorts of these different places as you get subscribed or whatever it may be. The bottom line is I'm not going to stop with the bannable stuff. Mm. Um, like one of the memes was this kid kind of laughing and looking like a maniac and it oh yeah I yeah the, the 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 face i give the school shooter when he catches me fucking a dead person yeah absolutely terrible um but fucking <laughs> hilarious you know? yeah so somebody's eventually going to report me and that's cool but i'm not going to stop doing it because because i like making people laugh and i've gotten a lot of comments and and shares and uh and, you know, people contacted me saying, this is hilarious. Keep it going. 
like I put on there, oh, this is going to get me banned. I'm, I'm going to get banned eventually. And people are like, yep, yeah, keep it coming. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm breaking up the monotony of the art with, with memes and just kind of keeping it as fresh as I can and just having fun. And then the teaser, you know, art piece every once in a while, something just pops out to me. And then, yeah, one official, like, quote unquote, official artwork on Sunday, that will be a new product. So when it lands, you're going to be able to immediately go buy a t-shirt with it on or buy a sticker or whatever it may be. Patches are a little bit slower um, because they're expensive and, and hard to get. Um, but yeah, as soon as it hits, you can go get t-shirts or whatever it may be. So basically long story short, I'm just now finding a pattern that's working or having more of a routine um, that is kind of defining my brand, if you will. Um, so yeah. I so, um, <laughs> so what is your, I'm trying to remember how I got to your merch. I think I went from just from, is there a link in your Instagram or do, do you have just like a general a website? Yeah. So the obviously is, I went to it, but I just can't remember what I, yeah, <laughs> what I did. Brokenjarhead.com. Brokenjarhead.com. So that's, okay. that's really how all of this, this started is I just thought it was kind of clever because I'm broken and I'm a jarhead. And I was like, there's no way this URL is available. And it was. I was like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to buy it. So I bought the URL. And I was like, well, well it's on Facebook. So I got Facebook, Instagram, you know, Reddit, all these different handles. I was like, okay, well, I got that in, you know, in my back pocket. Um, so at first I was just going to have like an art gallery, um, but it just kind of snowballed uh, into this. So yeah, brokenjarhead.com. Um, and then everywhere is at brokenjarhead. So I was pretty lucky to get all those handles. Um, but yeah, it, it was in my Instagram uh, description and I just, I, I started acting like a young person and started hashtagging and I didn't <laughs> yeah. never realized how important the hashtags were, but they make a significant yeah. difference. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I'm the, the same way. Like I, I didn't start using Instagram really until like October last year. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've had one for a few years, like a personal one. Yeah. But there's maybe like 30 posts on it. Maybe right. I would post something every six months. Um, but yeah, the broken jarhead one is just going crazy. And there's probably, I don't know, two two posts a, a day or something. I like putting the big images with all like the broken up stuff so it looks like a big, big artwork. So I want it to still I want it to be entertaining, but I want the page itself to be artistic. Mm, right. um, so yeah. So every time you see like a, a camouflaged uh, box, right. you have to put something in there with so it doesn't break up the big collage. So I'll add these like little boxes so it keeps the formatting because I'm so OCD. Like <laughs> if I was to post something and it throws it off, a normal person will say, well, if I post two more things, it'll even it out. I'm like, nope, can't do that. I have to have it even at all times. <laughs> so when it's time for a new post, I go and I click the camo one, I archive it and post the next one. So it's always perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I, I wondered how, so you have to do that manually? Uh, no, so that's an app. Let me see what it's called. Um, so the app, you plug it in and you, you, you just, oh, it's called Photo Split. Photo Split? Yeah, so you upload a photo and it, you can, it can break it down into like one column, or excuse me, one row, two rows, three rows, four rows, based on how big your image is. And then you push Split and from the app, you just, it, it numbers them one through nine. 
or whatever, and you just click it and then post, click, post, click, post. And so you, you manually add them all, but through the app, it does everything and it automatically does everything for you. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wondered how, how, how you did that. I thought you were doing that like manually. I was like, damn, that's, that's some serious work. Not that good. Uh, so <laughs> are there any other uh, kind of tricks that you've learned kind of like, like with that? With um, So everything I do is digital modification. Um, I'm not like a natural artist i have i have a decent like artistic mind um but i've never actually learned to draw uh so i want so my process is i get this weird sadistic idea in my mind and then i go and make like a serial killer collage (laughs) um so like the chick the clear thought one Mm. i you know have some pinup girl and then i was like oh i like this uh, this helmet so that I slapped that on her and then I put a rocket in her hands and it just looks like a crazy person collage and then what I do once I figure out what I want to do you know how I want it to be is I start taking all that and, and tweaking things and I'll draw like fingers and different stuff especially when you're like looking at wrapping around guns I don't want it to just you know be like this and there's just a gun in there like I want it to look real uh, so I'll make little tweaks and and some of the little art and stuff but most of it is just modifying the pictures and removing backgrounds and, you know, erasing this and adding this, drawing straps, just drawing the details and Mm. just meshing these, you know, I could take a cartoon and then a real, a cartoon figure and then a real helmet, but combining them where it looks lawless, like it looks like it was all done at the same time. Um, So it's just a, the Apple pen has been a lifesaver that helps a lot on the iPad, but everything is done with the Apple pencil and an iPad. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just lay on the floor and draw, draw stuff, combine <laughs> stuff, modify the, the you know the lighting and the hue and that kind of thing, and um, yeah, just toss it all together. Coloring with your Apple Pen while you eat crayons on the side. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Grass flavored <laughs> is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. If I have a bad day at work, I just come home and draw. Two hours will go by like it's five minutes, but I got two kids, so mm. you know, uh, my son has an iPad because I'm a terrible father uh and so he'll, we'll both like lay down on the ground and he'll do his little ipad and watch roblox or minecraft or whatever stupid oh, nice. that the kids watch yep and yep i'll do the cool stuff and make weird sadistic <laughs> uh artwork. right so yeah it's it's fun just it, it and that's the thing it started as an out just get all of these thoughts out of my mind onto paper or digital whatever digital paper uh and uh yeah it just it just progressed now i i did a, a lot of you know studying and, and and watching videos on how to do things um and just figured it out mm. yeah. so i'm an artist without knowing how to draw i guess i'm sure a lot of people <laughs> say that i'm not an artist but you know fuck you <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah you're making my shit and i'm calling it art and that's all that i care about there you go yeah there's plenty of stuff that i've seen that people said it's art and i'm just like uh i don't know but uh like those those pictures on your desk i there would no way be no way in hell i could draw that even if i oh, traced it i would probably come out bad yeah, yeah yeah so i mean you can't even tell on video probably but yeah uh and i wouldn't believe it except for i've seen him my buddy that you that drew these, I've yeah. seen he like be in the, what is that called? Like the common area, 
on yeah. like Saturday and Sunday or whatever, just in the morning, just fucking starting and he starts drawing. He doesn't like, he grids it out and then pencil with pencil marks. He doesn't like, yeah, I gotta perfect. Uh, see if that guy's still around. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, yeah, I had a buddy in college that was uh that was an artist and he was taking graphic design. He drew this Lamborghini with nothing but straight lines. And I was like, there's no way in hell those are just straight lines. And when you got what? really close and looked at oh, it, where you go. Yeah, so it's just like straight line, straight line, straight line. And so it eventually takes curvature. Wow. There's there's some I'll now that I'm on Instagram, I'm become like a Gen Zer. <laughs> and so <laughs> Like at night, my wife and I lay in bed and watch because I'm 34. So, um, you know, it's, it's not the, really the cool thing to do at my age. Uh, we're usually doing crossword puzzles at my age, but we'll sit in bed and watch uh, like the IG reels. There's like some freaking amazing people in this world. Like, oh, yeah, all, all of the shitty stuff that's going on in the world and, and, and everything and how they, they pit Americans against each other and all this. Yeah. You just sit and watch IG reels every race you know every age there's just amazing people doing amazing things like it's it's very refreshing to just watch general random people doing <laughs> cool dances and all sorts of shit like people are amazing yeah yeah i agree and i think also with the reels it kind of depends on what you look at because of the well that's true then it, then it'll uh it'll feed it can yeah that, it can so. take you down dark so i guess yeah we stick with like dancing videos and and pet videos and <laughs> yeah i can't go wrong the, with pet videos the one that gets me i don't know why but i can't stop watching these stupid things i don't remember what it's called but it's some like asian dance where they has the my wife watches it as well it's like this girl with this like little skirt and the little beat hits and then they swing back and forth i don't know what it's called but it sounds like k-pop like korean something like that but i don't know what it is with these stupid or little porn dances. either either k-pop or porn it's <laughs> but yeah it's like the same thing over and over and i just sit there and watch it i'm like i don't know i don't know why i don't i can't explain to you why like it's very simple but yeah i've gone like off the rails with the reels off the rails with the reels off yeah. the rails with the reels yeah <laughs> so yeah people are people are amazing agree agree um well so uh, I, I know you said you gotta you gotta cut off get off pretty soon or yeah the kids will be getting up from the nap okay uh, maybe this last question then so is there like I know you said you kind of work on whenever you feel inspired and then you do something or I guess maybe not so much from the art side but maybe logistically is there something that you're working towards or trying to do next or maybe some kind of progression that you'd like to get to or that you're curious about that that you're not at yet so I want, I want to be big, but not like in a rich, successful way. Like I just want more people. So the amount of people, even though my following is pretty small, the amount of people that are like, I connect with this shit is, it means a lot to me, like I said before, but it keeps, it keeps happening, which makes me feel like I'm doing something right. But when they tell me that, I'm like, well, I wish more people would see it. I just want everybody to to see it. And I want people to give me ideas and, you know, tell me what you want to see. What would your, like the clear thought one, that was somebody uh, who was in, um, what's it called? JTAC or whatever. Um, so ordinance, I think it's air ordinance, something like that. And he's like, yeah, my, my buddies would connect with this. So I made it, you know, for him. 
I want that. Like, I want, I want, I think a lot of the Terminal Lance stuff has lost a little bit of its flair because Max is so, you know, disconnected from the Marine Corps. I mean, you just forget a lot of the stuff or the same stuff isn't funny. Now, his stuff is still funny and he's still got a talent. Now he's doing, the, you know, the animation and, 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 and stuff like that. So he's still got it. But that's that's what I want. I want people to tell me what is what's current, what's currently funny and annoying in the military, and I want to draw it for you. You know that kind of thing. Um, so I just want to I want to market myself for that. I'm getting hooked up with Combat Boxes. It's a subscription box, so I'm going to be putting a lot of my crap in there uh, to oh, send out. Oh, cool! People. Yeah, so I'll let you know when when that's live. We're we're going through like the whole little you know intricacies of the contract and stuff like that. But that way I can get, you know, I could put a t-shirt in there. I could put a bunch of little stickers and shit like that. I just oh, want people to genius. tell people and I want more people to come and enjoy the art um, more than anything. I, if if I have, you know, a million followers and never sell a shirt, uh, I'm fine with that. I, I just want people to have it out, especially how stupid the world is lately and how we're always consumed with politics and everything else like that. I just want like, I was going to say unadulterated, but I want good adulterated uh, <laughs> fun and art just to break up the monotony. I want my shit to come across your Facebook stream that's full of everybody bickering about all of the politics and just say, oh, that's good shit. Like that makes me laugh, you know? So that's, that's pretty much it. I have, I have no growth plans per se, just word of mouth is better than anything. Um, do some marketing and ads and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, no plans. I don't, I don't, I don't see this. It's going faster than I expected, uh, but I, I have no plan. I, I, I don't anticipate, I don't anticipate it actually working. I, I assume that a year from now, um, I'm just going to be making art and, you know, and people may or may not like it. Um, if it's big in a year, then fantastic, but I will never, I'm never going to sell out. I'm never going to let people control what I say or how I feel or anything like that. I'm not going to get into the political stuff. It's just an out. So my plan is get as big as possible as long as people like it. And awesome. then when they stop liking it, I'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, man. I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. That all goes back to like, uh, I really appreciate how, I mean, authentic, you come across as and like genuine it can de definitely tell that you what you're doing is because you enjoy it and i enjoy what you're doing so to you know benefit to me for you to keep doing it and i like like what you're saying you're kind of your goal really is just to keep doing what you enjoy and then also share it with as many people as possible and yeah, whenever people share my stuff I'll, I'll i try to contact as many people as possible because you have so many people that they'll share something and then it goes on like if someone shares my stuff, I go and like it. And if someone comments on, on something, whether it's an ad that's got, you know, you know, 15,000 views, if someone comments on it and, and says something to me, I'm going to go talk to them. So that's the thing I want. I want to be approachable. I want people to actually like approach me and realize that it's not just, I'm not just some big business that wants to sell you some shit. Like I'm a person and I just want you to be happy basically as, as mushy. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's good. I love it, man. I think, yeah, that's good. We can end it there on real positive note. Um, yeah, and in the spirit of getting more people to see your stuff, well, go ahead and say all your, your socials and all your info. Yeah. People so, want to get a hold um, of you. I'll sound all hip on IG. Uh, you yeah. can get me at Broken Jarhead. 
B-R-O-K-E-N-J-A-R-H-E-A-D. Had to make sure I spelled that right since I'm an idiot. Uh, Facebook, it's at Broken Jarhead. I have a Twitter, but don't go there because I don't use it. Uh, and then the website, that's where all the magic happens. That's just uh, brokenjarhead.com. So Google Broken Jarhead. It'll take you to all my nasty shit. So. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Uh, well, then thanks, man. I really appreciated it. This was a pretty huge deal for me. Uh, like I said, being able to see something like, hey, this is cool. And then get to actually sit down and talk. You carved out a little bit of time yeah, uh, to talk to me about it. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in the future, if I can do anything for you, let me know. Uh, maybe we'll do this again. Um, I'd love to. And I'd love to see where your art's going to go. Definitely going to be ordering some more stuff for sure. And uh, passing it around. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, all right, that's it. Uh, all right, brother. Take it easy. All right. All right, bro. You too. I'll talk to you later. Yep. All right. Bye.